Hey guys, welcome to episode 57 of the Clean Simple Free podcast. I am super excited about this episode. My guest today is Wen Muenyi. He is the owner of Herkleon, an innovative fashion company that uses eco-friendly materials, including copper, silver, and gold in his low-maintenance clothing line to reduce the need to do laundry as frequently. This interview was recorded in November, and he was so candid and just super fun to talk to. We have a very enlightening chat in this episode about self-exploration, travel, the environment, and his products. I can't wait for you to hear it, so stick around. Well, hello. My name is Wenceslas Moini, or typically I'm called Wen. I'm the founder of Hercleon America, which is typically called Hercleon, and I also have Rhea Bell, the, the bedsheet company, and I'm excited to be here to, to, to have a little chat. Yeah, I'm excited you're here. I'm incredibly interested in your brand, Herkleon. For our listeners, do you mind sharing the backstory of the brand name? I've had the opportunity to read it, but for people who maybe haven't heard of the brand, um, can you tell us about the name? So the name um, was interesting. So I'm super obsessed, I guess, and really interested in the Greek history and mythology, as well as um, Egyptian history and mythology. Um, and I'm also from Cameroon as well. So I wanted a name that kind of like was like exciting and like cool and unique and like was like reflective of what I love to do. And so Herc um, is from Hercules, uh, you know, for the strength and the, and the perseverance. And then Leon is a uh, lion in French. So it's, uh, yeah, like dedication and hard work and, you know, fierce, fierceness. So Herc-Leon. I love it. I love it. That's so cool. You know, the products you make are so beautiful, and I read about the Herc Fiber model on your website. It's very innovative, and you even have graphs and charts talking about things like smell resistance, eco-friendliness, quality, comfort, and a lot more. Um, so can you give us a summary of what gave you the idea to use materials like copper and silver in your products? Yeah, so a few things, but it only makes sense now. But at the time, it didn't make as much sense. So whenever, you know, my mom passed away, I think in 2017, and following her death, I wanted to go travel the world, just kind of figure out, like, what am I going to do next? Like, because I had, I had left college, and I came home to Minnesota to take care of her. And so that was kind of my plan, was to make sure she was good. And, you know, after that was that ordeal, I went to Iceland for a week, and I only brought a backpack. Quickly, that backpack of clothes started getting quite smelly. And the problem was that they were getting smelly at different rates. So I was trying to, I was really curious as to why some clothes would smell, you know, better after a few days than others. Mm-hmm. And so the short version of the story is that one day my roommate had a date <laughs> that lasted way too long. <laughs> and like I, like, I went to bed at 10 o'clock, but then he came home with his date. And we lived in a loft-style apartment, so like, you know, like no ceilings. And he just yelled at my name and like, and long story short, it was up, I was up all night and I just started researching and I learned <laughs> so much over that night because I couldn't sleep all night. Oh, wow. And, um, <laughs> yeah. And I, cause I had been like obsessed with like using more natural materials like bamboo, eucalyptus, um, and beech wood. But I had, I didn't really fully understand that there are even more outrageous materials that you can actually infuse into, into what you already have to make it even better. So the end result was that I, I was able to create Herc Fiber after that long night of, like, not sleeping. And um, <laughs> that, that, like, was a, the, the catalyst to where we're at now, where we're making the world's cleanest clothing. 
That is so cool. That's really funny that, you know, the fact that you decided to use um, outrageous materials, as you put it, or to look into different materials. What an interesting story. Like, what an interesting beginning. <laughs> yeah, we. I was just, I was, because like, honestly, like, retroactively, I realized that I hate laundry and I, I'm really lazy. And I even hate, I hate laundry and luggage. Just my two least favorite things is laundry and luggage. Mm. And so I was like, can I just not have to do laundry ever? And right now, I, I mean, I, I do laundry maybe once a month or maybe every two months. It's pretty, it's pretty luxurious. I live a pretty nice life. It's, yeah, it's really nice. I'm currently like, you know, I just bought this portable gym and I, I'm designing for next year like a like a fitness clothing for the, the her for Hercleon. and I've been wearing the same um, workout gear like shirt and and leggings, which I didn't know guys had leggings, but apparently they do. So. Yeah. I've been wearing guy leggings and, and a workout shirt for almost a week now, and I've not washed it. It still smells really clean. So that's amazing. That's a good sign. Yeah, yeah, a very good sign. That's awesome. It's obvious that you travel quite a lot. So I'm curious, what's been your favorite travel destination so far? I really like uh, Costa Rica, of course. I think almost every American is like obsessed with Costa Rica because it's like almost perfect. Portugal and Costa Rica, I think, are my two favorite. Oh, that's cool. As far as, like, so, like, Costa Rica, because it's just incredibly beautiful nature, and mm-hmm. Portugal, because the people are just incredibly amazing people, and Iceland, because it's just really crazy, weird-looking environment, too. So, I yeah. think those are my three favorite. I've never been to Iceland. I really want to go. What you place? should. It's amazing. And, and all, the, all the waterfalls and, and caves and beaches and everything, it's just really, really unique place. The clubs are going to be a great time. I mean, if you, I don't know if you go clubbing or nothing, but, yeah. you know, like those clubs in Iceland are something. Awesome. That sounds really cool. You definitely uh, reinvigorated my love of like wanting to go. That's kind of like a, a definite travel destination for me. So, yeah, you should. Yeah. So what first attracted you to living a more sustainable or eco-friendly lifestyle? Honestly, so I... I wasn't thinking about that at first. It wasn't my initial thought. It was more or less, I am lazy. So uh, I was trying to avoid laundry and I was, I was trying to avoid luggage while traveling. And then um, I, I had this experience. So I went to Colombia to visit my friend who lives there and he's like a shaman type person now. Oh, cool. And um, yeah, he's a really nice guy, very helpful. And so um, we had this whole experience in a, in a forest. And when I came back from the experience, I was like, you know, like I want to be as loving to myself and my environment as possible in that like moment. It was kind of like, I mean, it was kind of like a lot of things happened at once. So like before this whole thing started, I like, you know, my, my mom dying and losing my girlfriend and not knowing what I'm doing with my life. Wow. I was very lost. And so between like the Iceland trip and I went to Canada and then I heard a quote that made my whole life like get crazy because I heard a quote that was like you know who you think you are you know who your friends think you are you are who you think your friends think you are and I was like oh my god so who am I and so I went through all this whole exploration moment of my life and yeah the end result was that now I'm always trying to find ways to be loving towards myself um, to the planet around me and the people around me as best as I can that's a really powerful quote because it's like everybody has a different version of us almost. Our friends oh, yeah. and family members may each have a different version of us. And it's important to like try to 
create one version that is the the most truest version and have them all deal with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I did. I, I kind of you know I I dealt I. I took a break from social media because I think it's almost impossible to know who you are if you're still on there because the show of social media is a show, and so yeah. you have a persona that you have to keep up on social media. So if you, I took a, like I think a four or three months, I don't know how long it was, like a long break from social media. I stopped eating meat. I minimized my music listening, so I had less music. I started working out every day. I did a lot of like just isolation and like reading and whatnot, and. Yeah, I mean, I came back and I was like, you know what? Like, this is who I am, and I hate traveling, but I like him. I see my friends. So I'm gonna, you know, travel to see my friends only, but not by myself. And and I'm now my family knows me as one person, so I don't like I don't have a different personality for different people. I have one person for everybody. And sometimes people don't even achieve that. Sometimes that's really really hard to do. Figuring out yourself, just like what you talked about with that self exploration and like the journey with uh, your shaman friend. That sounds like it would be really insightful, especially after the hardships you endured after your mom passed. Yeah, I mean, 2020 was a year, so I think you know if you if you need to, you know, my friend is always welcoming your guests to his his sanctum. I guess is why he's calling it now. He he's super um, spiritual, and he somehow managed to um, manifest himself uh, some free land, ten acres of land. With oh, three wow. waterfalls, and I'm so jealous because I, I would love some waterfalls in my on my land, but I don't have land nor to have waterfalls. So I'm like, <laughs> what am I doing with my life if I don't have waterfalls and land? So if you want to visit him, I'm happy to set it up for you. Awesome, yeah, I I absolutely would love to. That is so cool. The initial email that your assistant sent me kind of said that you you know have been pursuing a minimal lifestyle. Do you think your traveling contributed to that? No, not really. I think it was a lot of my internal um, exploration and, and, and self. So I spend a lot of time every day on self-care um, and self-growth. And so I think it wasn't the traveling. It was more or less, was, I finally got the, the feeling of fulfillment within myself. And so that by having that internal fulfillment, I don't need the external version instead. And so I don't need to have much to be happy. So like, for Black Friday, I was literally finding things I, I think I need to buy and nothing made sense. Yeah. I bought nothing and it stressed me. I mean, like, it's like I'm hooked to buying stuff, but I can't buy anything. So there's nothing I need. I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm good enough. I, I feel like I'm fulfilled in, in myself and in my life. So I don't, I don't really shop very much. I don't buy anything other than what I have to buy for my company to do, to do product design. I mean, I have like at least 12 bras in my apartment right now because I'm working on a bra for, because a customer asked me to make bras. So I'm working on a bra right now. So I have a lot of bras. But other than that, like, yeah, I don't buy anything. I just, I, I guess the minimal life was a result of internal fulfillment. Yeah. You know, that's really profound because you said, I feel fulfilled in myself. And I think that's something that people need to learn who are pursuing minimalism is that you know, if you have something that you do love, like a piece of art or, you know, whatever, a piece of furniture or something that's sentimental, that's okay, you know, and you can enjoy it and you can love it, but you don't need to find yourself through the items that you buy. And I think in America, that's something that we're so bad at, <laughs> you know, we're yeah. really bad at consumer culture and we just like completely you know, like, like Black Friday, like you said, I tried talking to my future in-laws about 
not giving gifts or maybe drawing a name from a bowl and one person gets a gift for this one other person and she wasn't having it because she likes gifts (laughs) and it's okay um but it's just like there's so much pressure and there's so much stress on everybody to you know give gifts at christmas and it's just like okay so what does this person need it's very unnecessary i feel like yeah you're right i mean it's I mean, it's, it's just habit. It's like very uncomfortable for a lot of people to like not give a gift. They feel like they have to. Or else, I don't know what happens. Like my, my girlfriend really wanted to give me a gift for my birthday. I'm like, I, this, you, could, you can't buy me anything I need. And there's nothing, unless you buy me a Mercedes Benz 6x6, <laughs> you can't buy me anything that I need. So I don't need it, but I, I would like to have it for six months so I can experience like being like a hood rat for a little bit for six months. Like, <laughs> as long as I can do it. After that, I need to go back to my life. I can't, you know, but yes. Other than that, I'm like, don't feel bad. I don't want anything. She's like, this is a trick question. It's not a trick question. I don't want anything. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, okay. Yeah, I literally did not know how to answer the question. Um, My fiance asked me, we were visiting his parents, and he said, um, you know, my mom wants to know what you'd like for Christmas. And I, I drew a blank. I drew a complete blank. And I did not, I couldn't think of anything that I wanted or anything that I needed. I was like, I I don't know. You know, I appreciate the gesture of people giving gifts. I think it's nice that we remember each other with a small token of affection. But if you're just cluttering somebody else up, it's just like, yeah, hey, come on, like we we have enough, you know? <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'm I I I am a huge anti free stuff person. I hate free things because it's like mm. I didn't need this to start. Like, why why are you giving me anxiety? Now I have to think about what this or not. But I didn't want it to begin with. So now you're forcing this on me. And now I have to decide if I want this shirt that I don't want. And it's like, don't give me a free shirt. I don't want the free shirt. Keep the free shirt. Someone else might want it, not me. Yeah. But so why did you end up deciding on the gift? So did you get a gift or no? Um, well, it's for Christmas. So, you know, I don't know. But we did purchase gifts for the members of the family. And um, okay. including my fiance and I, there's there's nine other people, um, you know, like little kids. And I was just like, why not like spoil the kids? So we set yeah. a limit on things to give people and I actually asked each person in the family like hey what does this person need what does this other person need and so some of the gifts that we gave uh, that we have wrapped up ready to give are like I know that my fiance's dad does not listen to this podcast so I can say this um (laughs) we uh he really loves chocolate so we bought him some chocolates um and then he really loves like warm cozy socks And so we bought him a pack of warm, cozy socks because those are things that he's going to be using. But if we were Mm -hmm. to buy, you know, just some random trinket or just some random item, I just feel like that's unnecessary. And I tried to get gifts that were really useful or things that were edible or could be used up like bath products and things like that. So that was really kind of where we landed in our Christmas shopping, but I didn't ever have okay. an answer of what I wanted because I don't, I don't want anything. I'm happy. I have a roof over my head. I have friends and family who love me. I have food, you know, everything is, you know, fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's it. That's all you really need. Honestly, it's like once you start, I mean, honestly, it just, it's, it changes everything once you feel fulfilled. Like, I mean, you just realize that you can't buy anything that will make your life better. The only thing that maybe is close is buying something that improves your health. That's the only thing I found to actually make me a little bit happier is, is, happy, is, is being healthier. Yeah. 
other than that, I have not purchased. I mean, honestly, I, I, and the healthy part, I just bought this portable gym for my my friend that um, owns a company, I think Max Pro, and he made a portable gym for traveling. And I'm like, dude, you are a saint. I the <laughs> gyms are closed up here, so I've not I I've not been able to work out in the gym for a while, and um and I gained like 47 pounds in three months. Oh wow! Because I have no chill <laughs> when I'm doing something. I do it 100. percent So if I'm eating junk, I'm gonna eat a lot of junk. Food. <laughs> So in November, I decided I was going to lose all 47 pounds. And so I lost 27 pounds in 31 days. That's awesome. And I would have lost more, but my birthday happened November and Thanksgiving. So it was like really hard to lose right. that. Like, yeah. yeah. But I like fasted for a while, but not a half is proper gym. I can, you know, fast do my one week long water only fast and also work out. So it'd be really nice. Yeah. Yeah. And you're in Minnesota, right? Yeah. Okay. So no outdoor activities. Yeah. You know, it's really refreshing to hear you talk about things like, um, oh, I'm just lazy and didn't want to do laundry. <laughs> and, um, oh, you yeah. know, oh, I just, uh, you know, I'm all or nothing when it comes to like uh, food or whatever. Like, it's really refreshing to hear somebody say something like that because a lot of people try to keep up this fake persona or it might be a real persona I'm not judging but a lot of people try like you said kind of circling back to the thing you said about social media a lot of people do try and act like they have it all nailed down and it kind of makes everybody else feel bad but those are the select images that they're taking from their phone and that they're choosing to put online and we don't see the day-to-day of everybody's life So you just being honest about that type of stuff is like, is really refreshing to me. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I guess I'm really happy that I went through that like life breakdown, I guess, not like like a mental breakdown, but like a life breakdown Yeah. where I I got to, you know, go inside and figure it out because like, yeah, it's very much nicer now. I can just be myself all the time. And like my girlfriend says, I have no filter. So I just say whatever I want to (laughs) say. If I say like, She's like, dude, you say whatever. Do you think? What? I'm like, I don't ever think when I say that. I just say whatever I say. And if it's bad, whatever. I said it. Yeah. Like, it is what it is. Like, <laughs> this is who I am. I, I can't really change myself for anyone. So I love that. And it's, it's fun. It's very fun. And getting to work on the products I'm working on, I'm so excited because I get to expose people to the, the idea that the way we've lived our life for, for the longest time has not been okay. It's been okay because we didn't, we couldn't do better, but now we can do better. So there's no excuse yeah. to keep living the life the way we do it. Like, like your shirt doesn't have to be washed every day. You don't have to wear it. You can wear the same shirt for a week straight and not have a problem if you make it, design it that way. Yeah. You know, because companies design products to fail and to fall apart as fast as possible. Like bras, for example, bras are designed to fall apart as fast as possible. So you go back to Victoria's Secret and buy another one. So I'm designing one where... Not only it smells better for, you know, weeks and months at a time, but also it's super comfortable, you know, long lasting and everything else. Because I know that, you know, I, I looked at the price. I mean, I was in pain buying bras. It hurt me to pay so much money for a bra yeah. because it's like, and my girlfriend's like, dude, and the worst part is that you buy this and it probably falls apart in two months. Yeah. And I'm like, what? You guys spend this money? And like, yes, it's terrible. I'm like, I'm so sorry to hear that. I am so yeah. sorry. Like, <laughs> The problem is real. Seriously. It's time for a quick break for a word from our sponsors. And welcome back to the episode. You know, you have shirts, hats, and even masks available on your website as well as socks. Everything looks so comfortable, especially when talking about using copper or silver or even gold in your products. I was going to ask if you are looking to expand your product line anytime soon, but it looks like you're kind of working on including bras as well. 
Yeah, so uh, a few things I'm working on. I'm working on the gym collection, of course. I basically just design things that I think I need or that other people need. Because, I mean, like I said, I'm, you know, really focused on not doing laundry. So I, I'm, I'm designing based on that, that desire to not do laundry. So right now I have towels that are, you know, pretty much done being designed. And so I'm working on the towels I'm working on the bras because some lady in Italy emailed me that she wanted a bra so I'm working on the bras because she asked for it so nicely the face mask I had no desire to make face mask like, I had zero desire to make it but some one of, my, one of the ladies uh, our, our customers was like when please I'm a nurse I need this and I was like oh my gosh okay fine I'll make I'll make face masks <laughs> and now they're like one of the most popular things I ever made in my life so it's like surprising because I wasn't trying to make anything yeah and I'm working on a menopause bed sheets right now, too, because my girlfriend has, uh, yeah, like menopause is real. And she told me how hard it is. And so, yeah, yeah I've been like working on just making, if just basically when people ask me or whatever, I'll just do it just because I, I don't, I like to make people happy. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll do it for you just because, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'm working on. So towels, um, gym stuff, hopefully making shorts. I love wearing shorts. So I want to make shorts myself. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's all my stuff I'm working on right now. That's awesome. I was uh I I have been really pouring over your website. Just kind of reading everything about like your story and the way that things came to be and everything like that. And uh shortly before our call, I was on the computer and uh my is working from home mm-hmm. right now and he uh walked by and he's like, "Whoa, those are cool. I want one of those t-shirts really bad." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." they look awesome like you should get one you know yeah they're they're super nice especially during COVID time when you don't have to go anywhere best shirt yeah seriously and I hate doing laundry as well and it's really funny because on my to-do list today I actually have laundry written down after our interview so now I'm like man I Mm. wish I had some Herculean's products (laughs) so what is what are you watching today like just give me a list of like basic things that you're going through for laundry oh I mean like you know, socks, underwear, t-shirts, pants, pajamas. I, I mean, just, you know, the, the, the basics. yeah, just the basics. I think your publicist or PR person said something about Energy Star statistics on how much water every load of laundry wastes. Yeah, I don't remember those numbers, but it's pretty bad because it's not even just it's not just water, but it's also like electricity. Like the, the drying machine is just like a electricity. Like if you ever look at your electricity. Yeah. The days you do they do um, a laundry. If you look at that, you can see it. There's a difference in energy spike usage. Like you would notice it that this laundry day is the worst day for electric bills. Yeah. Um, and even the amount of water it takes to make one shirt, especially if it's cotton, it's just it's outrageous. I, I think it's like nine nine thousand gallons of water for one cotton shirt. Some like that to look it up, but um, it's a really weird number that it loses that much water to produce it. That's why you know a lot of people think like, okay. Um, polyester is bad because it's, it's plastic based and cotton is good because it's natural, but not necessarily because polyester, while it's microfiber and whatnot. Um, so it's not great. Cotton uses so much like potentially like um, bad chemicals in the process of being produced and so much water and so much resources. And on top of that, it falls apart faster. Yeah. So if you do the math for all those things combined, polyester and uh, cotton start looking quite similar in how bad they are off their planet. Yeah. So that's why we do our best to not use cotton if we can. And sometimes we do because cotton is, is also quite durable compared to other materials. But yeah, it's, it's the mindset that people have is that, you know, microfiber, microplastic, 
is bad and so polyester bad. But really, if you if you do the math, it's never that simple. You always have to learn more, and you see that oh, okay, uh, well, cotton is not great either. Like there's still child slavery in the world because of cotton, because uh, I think it's Kazakhstan is still going through like trying to get rid of child slavery because they they have so much cotton and after yeah, it's just a weird thing. Dude. It's a lot. Yeah. Materials are very complicated. It, it's it's very complicated, and it is it's a lot. I I try to prolong the life of my clothing by air drying most of the things that are put in the washer. That way, I'm using less energy to power the dryer and everything like that, mm-hmm. and trying to extend the life of my clothes. But like with cotton, everything pills so easily. You know, you get those little no, okay. fabric bumps and everything. Yeah, the fuzzies. Yeah, the fuzzies. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just not sustainable. And then um, polyester, I p- personally don't wear polyester just because it is so hot. And I live in like the hottest place in Texas, which is already a very warm yeah. state. So, yeah, I, I try to avoid that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. The, the fabric does wear down and break down over time. And it's just it's not good for our planet. You know, ultimately, it just it a lot of it is going to end up going into a landfill. Yeah, it's very tragic. It is. It is tragic. And sometimes charities won't even accept items that you donate that you think are in good condition and they've been washed and everything. And they will just throw them in the trash. And that, like, really makes me, like, feel sad. Like, that, like, hurts me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I agree. I, I, You know, one of the things I would love to do, you know, in the, in the near future is to have the ability to you know, give you an option that actually makes sense and is actually more eco-friendly. And because there's so many things I'm working on that I'm like, I can use recycled material for this. Like, I don't need to making you know, like very like it's called virgin material. I don't need to use virgin material for, for this, you know, this this um, um comforter filling. You don't need that. For, you don't need to use virgin material for that. So, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. It's very sad. I actually had the problem too because I have so much stuff that I don't ever use anymore. Yeah. I don't have to do with it because I'm like, what do I do now? Like, I don't want to like throw it away, but like. I'm in a really uncomfortable situation with these things. And so, no, I agree. Only way I've found to, to make things better is just, yeah, like I said, like, you know, reducing my laundry. That that makes it last longer, my clothing. Yeah. I don't know. I It's hard. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It's very hard to try to reduce your, your like, weight. Yeah, yeah, it really is. There's only so much we can do. Every step that we take, whether it's, like, buying a product of yours or whether it's practicing recycling, everything that we do even if it's just a small drop in the bucket, even if we can't do everything, you know, we can't all, one of us can't save the world, but together we can all make a cohesive effort. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I agree. It's just a little step, you know, that, that we can get towards living a cleaner, um, better, healthier life. And I'm very thankful that, you know, with Hercleone, I, I'm creating like a little community of people that do value the planet and do value, you know, reducing their waste and also I mean even if they don't care at the end of the day I feel like a lot of them join and they say okay well if I can choose to be more eco-friendly I will so then you know most people that that might not necessarily care still put the effort towards being better for the planet and that's the greatest gift I feel like I have you know gotten in my life is having this project I'm working on to you know to kind of push people to away from laundry and waste and and you know the process of of of, I guess like um, plant obsolescence and, and instead saying, you know, your clothes can be worn for a week. I mean, I, I can wear a shirt for three months, honestly. It's kind of weird to say that, but I can wear the same shirt for three months straight and not wash it That's once. Crazy. And it still smells like I just washed it yesterday. That's so crazy. So it's like, it's so nice. And it's like, another thing that's so funny, I think it's really hilarious to me, but most people don't notice is that 
You know how when they, when you buy a, like a cotton bed sheets instead of you know wash it a few times and it gets off. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the reason why I do that is really funny is that when you wash it, it falls apart. And so as time goes on, after a few washes, it gets it gets softer because it's falling apart. But really, it's not actually particularly getting that much softer. And by the time it gets quote unquote softer, two things has happened. One, you can't return it anymore because you're passing your return mm-hmm. window. So they just say go, just keep washing it. And after like a month or two, it gets soft. But they know that by the time it gets it gets quote unquote soft, you can't. It's too late. You can't return it anymore. And the second is that you've gotten used to sleeping on that horrible sheet. So you're like, ah, I mean, this feels so soft. But it's not because it's soft. It's because you think it feels softer. So you believe it's softer. It's like, I always laugh because it's like, yeah, dude, just wash your sheets a few times. I'm like, no, that doesn't hurt. I mean, yeah, maybe because it gets it's falling apart, but it's not actually particularly getting that much better. That's... Like, I don't know. I, I, it's so fun. I love I love learning all these things about how people get played by custom companies. Yeah, no, seriously, that is definitely getting played. That's so accurate. Yeah, it's like, oh, these are like, you know, kind of scratchy, but after a couple of washes, they're going to be okay. That is a really interesting perspective. Yeah, like, don't return it. Just give it a few more days. Like, at least, like, 30 more days until our return policy is over. Then you can complain. And then by that point, you can't return it. So, like, it's your problem. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I it's love fun. that. I'm excited for her. <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm, I just, I just hope that more people learn these things so they don't get played. It's like, I, I get personally hurt when I see people buy overpriced BS sheets. Like, it hurts me to see people buying that crap for a lot yeah. of money. And I'm like, personally, my, my least favorite is Brooklyn. And because I'm like, everyone's like, yeah, it's the best sheets ever. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're getting ripped up so hard. But I will say, it's not my business. It's their company. I'm not, I'm not out here hating on them. You know, I'm happy for anyone to do well in life. So they keep doing what they're doing. So. I just, I always laugh when I, my friends always tell me like, yeah, I get some Brooklyn and sheets. I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. I, I, ha- I have taste in class. I'm getting Brooklyn and sheets. <laughs> I love that. I have like. I love yeah. that. You know, the fast fashion industry, clothing that is sold for such a affordable price. And you're like, oh, wow, this is so cheap. I'm going to go ahead and fill up my closet with it. And uh, one, it's things that fall apart within just a couple of months. And two, Mm -hmm. it is harmful. And if you look into some of the fast fashion companies that are really popular, you can see that they're not ethically made. They're not fair trade or sustainable or or anything like that. And it's really hard to redo your closet. Like, I would love to be able to just replace me and my fiance's closet, like all of our T-shirts with, you know, Herculean products and... (laughs) It takes time because eco-friendly things are more expensive, but over time, if you look at it, the money that you're spending on those fast fashion products are going to add up and add up, and you're actually spending more than if you invest in a piece. Any little effort that you can make to slowly change your closet into an eco-friendly wardrobe over time, I think that that one small change really will add up in the end. Yeah, I agree. I think just having the clothes, like, like for me, when I wear the same thing every day for a week, obviously I have things I can wear when I leave the house, but I end up not doing that anyway because I go to Target and like wear the same thing. For, who cares as Target? Right. But <laughs> I do feel that it is, it, ultimately the goal is to find a way to make eco-friendly affordable for everybody because, you know, having it just, exclusive to the wealthier people that can afford it is not necessarily correct and i don't you know like one of my my goals is is to find a way to to make 
the most eco-friendly. I mean, I already have the most eco-friendly shirt like like this. I don't know if anybody on the planet has something better than me, but I want to also make it as affordable as possible because I just know that for most of my life, I think, you know, I could not have afforded the shirts I make right now. And I don't think that's correct because the college students should be able to afford the shirt, you know, not just, just a post-grad person. I think it's just, I don't know. I'm from, I'm from Cam- I'm Cameroon and I, I very much care about everyone having access to whatever they need to have a happy life. And it does kind of, you know, get to me knowing that my, my product is so expensive. And so sooner or later, I would like, I'm working on finding, you know, more, more uh, materials that are more affordable and ways to reduce the cost so more people can afford it. Cause I think that's, that's what is the right well, thing to And do. you still, you are running a business and I'm sure a lot goes into your product, you know, copper and silver is much more expensive than cotton. So, you know, you have yeah. to, you have to make a profit. I understand that from like a business perspective, Maybe. you know, I, I lose a lot of money and it, it doesn't bother me. Like I said, I, I'm from Africa. I was born poor. It doesn't, money is not a big deal to me. I, I know two billionaires and they don't have much happen. They're much less happy than I am. So I think I'm okay. I, if I sound like I can have a sleep, I sleep at night relatively comfortably. Yeah. I'm good. I don't Aww. need much. You sound like just like the, the sweetest guy in the world, honestly. Like you are so kind and so candid. Like I really appreciate that about interviewing you. And this is has been like a super fun interview. Yeah, I, I think the point I was just trying to make is that people don't have to redo their entire closets in order to feel like they are living eco-friendly. You can do it bit by bit. No, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you just need a few things. You don't have like I mean, even my closet, I still have a bunch of things I got from Paxson, so it's not like all my clothes is Hercules shirts because I'd be weird. Cause I, I don't make mine. is not very, I mean, Hercules is just like utilitarian. It's not like super fashion. Yeah. So, um, but I have, yeah, I have like four, four of my own shirts in there and I pretty much speak to all four of them, different colors and that's it. So yeah, you just need a few things, you know, one or two things and you're, you're good to go. I mean, the underwear, the shirt and the socks, yeah. set. the underwear you can wear for at least a week. So get two pairs <laughs> or like maybe four for the whole month <laughs> and then just, switch them out every 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 week so you have to watch your underwear anymore i mean that's no I, I know, know. But like it's it's hilarious because my girlfriend's like is that the same underwear i i i go to bed i, I like I, I don't like sleeping with clothes on because like i think it's weird to sleep with clothes on so like i take everything <laughs> my off fiance is the and same I, give way. Them, I put it back on <laughs> yeah it's the way to go like honestly the, the, the greatest luxury in my life my first time ever getting to bed with no clothes on into silk sheets oh that is like <laughs> I have to say, I know why kings have slept from silk. Silk is yeah. so nice. I was like, this is this is what life is all about right here. This is, I get it. I finally understand why silk is so nice. It's yeah. <laughs> uh, your fiance knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's a smart guy. He knows that the best way to yeah. sleep is naked. Yeah, exactly. It's natural, and it's it's the only time really that your skin gets to breathe is at night. Now it's not very clean. It's not hygienic, obviously. <laughs> yeah. The least hygienic way to sleep is naked. You try, at least wear underwear. But I mean, again, I respect it because I know <laughs> I do it too. But if you ask Hercules on sheets, it's well, right now it's called jack sheets. If you ask on jack sheets, then he might, you know, it, it will be all fine. I'll, I'll, I'll help you solve the problem, the hygienic <laughs> problem. But. Your sheets are not listed on your website. Are they available? They're available. It's It's just that I'm not trying to sell them because it doesn't make sense why they're on my website. Like, it's just like most of my things are travel. So I'm still working on like re recreating the website to make it more uh, holistic, not just travel focused mm-hmm. so much. So, but they're there, but you don't, it's not easy to find them without knowing how to find them. So I'll, I'll put it like 
I'll put it where you can find it later on today. So if you want to look at it, you can look at it. But no, the 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 sheets, there's two versions, the the Lux version and then the copper infused version. And the copper infused version sold out so fast. So I have to oh, make wow. more of those. So I'm making more right now, but production is really slow because COVID. Yeah. So it takes like before it took sixty days to make more, now it takes like 120 days to make more. Yeah. So it's such a like really slow process. And then I'm also working on the the menopause version, which is not really only for menopause, it's just that it's designed for people that are really hot okay. sleepers. Okay. So with menopause, you have um, heat, like you have um, temperature changes very rapidly. So you have you go from being super hot to being super cold yeah. really quickly, and then you start sweating. So you sweat, sweat, sweat to a point where you're like you know your sheets are drenched, and then because you're sweating, you um, get cold because now you're covered in water right. or sweat. And then for my friend's mom, she has to um, sleep on a towel every night because she's so sweaty. She's, she has to sleep on mm. towels at night. So yeah, it's rough. I, I I really felt bad after hearing all that. So I had to work on the the, the she's on, on in January. I think I'm releasing the 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 hot sleeper slash menopause um, bed sheets. That's good to know that you do make sheets. It is cool to know that you offer other products. Yeah, the goal is just to, so you don't have to laundry ever. I, I, you could go down to like once a month laundry or once every two weeks. You know, I get everything covered. So the shirts, the underwear, the, the socks, the sheets, the towel. And then what else is left? There's nothing yeah. left to wash. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's something on the Our Stories section of your website, and I'm going to quote it for our listeners. You write, your closet should be filled with clothes that make your life easier, fun, and more exciting. I want you to have access to materials that are comfortable, clean, and also help reduce your carbon footprint while still being stylish. I love that so much, and I think a lot of people who will listen to this episode would agree with that kind of mindset and philosophy. Would you say that that quote pretty much sums up your brand and business model? Yeah, it's like 90% true because of the, it's kind of a like I am not stylish, <laughs> so I would say it's like almost there. Like the last part, I should probably take it out because that's not true. I, I, I care so little about style that... In, in college, I had to have my friend like pick out my outfit because I know nothing about fashion. I'm like, I have yeah. no idea. I don't know what matches. I don't know what looks well good together. So, yes, it's 99% accurate. <laughs> the rest of it, I don't know. I can't really say on the stylish part. I, maybe one day <laughs> we'll get there. Like, ultimately, in the future, I would love to to create like a Netflix of, of fashion where everything is self-cleaning and everything is, you know, super clean. And But like, you know, have a bunch of designers just making really cool designs where we make it knowing that we can take it apart and reuse the material after you're done using it. So you can, you know, buy it or rent it as long as you want. I don't know. I just think that like there are better ways to do it. Like ownership is kind of not necessary because I mean, honestly in life, you don't own anything. You kind of just hear until you die. So you don't, you just kind of borrowing it until you're dead. Then it's not yours anymore. So why pretend like we own a shirt? Like if I, I don't own the shirt, I'm using it yeah. now, but I don't know. <laughs> that's a very, that's ownership a very, um, it sounds like something that came from your shamanic journey. Yeah, it, it came from, I think, um, I, don't, I think, no, my mom, I think, because I, I saw how much she worked so hard to, to build a house in, in Cameroon, and I, I have not been in a house since she died, and it's like, the house is not being lived by anybody, so it's mm. like, she, like, owned the house, but it's like, do you really own anything? I mean, when the moment you're dead, like, is that yours? So, like, my friends are always like, hey, legacy, legacy, I'm like, who cares? I'm dead, like, I don't care about legacy, I have zero interest in, in being remembered for anything other than, like, Maybe he's funny. <laughs> That'd be nice. I'd like to be the funny. You know, guy. you've made me laugh quite a bit. So um, you're definitely, you know, a funny and kind guy. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's a 
that's pretty accurate. We can't take anything with us once we pass. So why have so much stuff? Yeah, that's it. Like, like right now, I moved into my apartment and I bought a bunch of like bamboo plates because I knew that I I I didn't want to buy like a like a real plate because I was worried that when I leave, I, I might have to throw it away. And I know bamboo is super friendly, so like. I bought bamboo plates and it's been really nice because I don't have to worry about like the anxiety of like throwing like you kind of throw it away or like donating it to somebody else. I don't I'm not, I don't feel bad anymore because you know I can just have this set of plates yeah. and I'm good. Yeah, I love that so much. Well, um, this has been like super fun to chat with you. You are incredibly fun to talk to, and I'd love to interview you again sometime. Actually, um, is there anything else that you'd like to add before we go? Yeah, uh, I guess I'll always like to leave with the one message that you know always like well it's the first part like there's nothing wrong with you i know that's a that that sounds weird i'm saying it but like i think everyone needs to know that there's nothing wrong with them like you are you are good enough you know and that you can't fix the world until you fix your not fix yourself because nothing wrong with you but like you can't like really love the world until you love yourself fully and so Above everything else, you gotta take care of yourself and love yourself and, 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 and have empathy for yourself because, you know, the way I see it is like we go through life and there's so many challenges we go through every single day. And the world is a really scary place and it's big and full of things that are, we don't understand. Having the, the empathy for yourself and just in your head, just saying, hey, I love you and I thank you for, for being there with mm-hmm. me, you know, like having that much love for yourself. Because a lot of people have a lot of like, you know, negative thoughts and negative energy in their head about, you know, hey, I can't believe you ate that cake. You shouldn't have eaten the cake or whatever it is. It's like, no, like say, you know what? I understand that you, you love candy, you love sugar or whatever. So I, I still love you though. And I, you know, I'm always here with you. I'm going to be here until the day you die. I'm, I'm going to be by your side, you know? So like making sure you always have love for yourself because that is where everything starts. Everything in the world is a, is a reflection of the people that live in the world. So pollution is a problem because of who we are as people, not because of the, the planet or whatever. So if we want to fix pollution, we have to fix the people that are living there on the planet that, that don't value yeah. themselves. We have to fix the people that don't feel like they're good enough. We have to not fix them because there's nothing wrong with them, but like we have to show them love and, and guide them towards self-love and guide people towards feeling fulfilled so they don't buy so much things. So they don't feel that they have to be the best looking or the most like special, like, I don't know. I think the most important thing in life is empathy and, and for yourself and for others and, and, and love for yourself and for others and for the planet because you take care of yourself, the planet will be fine. But if you don't take care of yourself, then the planet will suffer because of yeah, your suffering. That's, that's really profound. And I totally believe that. And that's a really great message on self-talk, like positive self-talk, because so many of us are trying to compare and keep up and measure up in some way and we have self-imposed standards and i i just think that's that's a really good that's a really good thought to leave everyone with yes everyone you are good enough i am good enough you know everyone is is good mm-hmm. enough once we make yes. peace with ourselves we can make peace with the world and other people in it and everything like that i love that so much well thank you so much for being on the show i had a fantastic time Thank you for having me. I really had so much fun chatting with you. And, you know, I hope we get to chat again sometime soon. And, yes, and absolutely. Jokes. Definitely. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to check out Wen's products, visit the Herkleon website. A link to it is in the episode description. Hey, if you want to leave a five-star rating and a kind word, I would really, really appreciate it. And it gives this podcast more visibility. So it means a lot to me. 
I'll see you guys again in two weeks. And remember, clean spaces make for a more simple way of life. And when your life is simplified, your mind will feel free. See you again soon.